Small Brains, Big Dreams is a podcast created by the Newborn Brain Society in partnership with the Canadian Premature Babies Foundation. The Newborn Brain Society is a nonprofit organization supporting a world in which all newborns have access to and receive the optimal brain care. We promote international, multidisciplinary collaboration, education, and innovation among clinicians, scientists, and parents. Preemie parent and journalist Jenna Morton is the host of this series, focusing on the role mentorship plays within this discipline. Our guest today is Dr. Donna Ferrario. Dr. Donna Ferrario is a distinguished professor of neurology and pediatrics at the University of California, San Francisco. She's the director of UCSF's Neonatal Brain Disorder Laboratories and co-director of its Newborn Brain Research Institute. Dr. Ferrario is known for her work in caring for newborns with neurodevelopmental disorders, stroke, epilepsy, and neuromuscular disease. Her lab has been instrumental in expanding our understanding of how injury to groups of neurocells can impact the development of the nervous system. What drew you into medicine and specifically neurology? Well, uh, um, I was in graduate school in neuroscience, and I became a technician in a molecular biology lab way back when. And I started to realize that I was interested in medicine. So I applied to medical school, and I was fortunate enough to get in. And so I came out from New Jersey to California, to the University of California, San Francisco. I think it was always in the back of my mind that I would do some kind of neurologic type career, but initially I was thinking even family medicine, but that quickly morphed into um, thinking about neurology. So after medical school, I did a residency in pediatrics and and another residency in neurology so I could become a child neurologist. What was it about pediatrics and neurology that really drew your interest? I've always been interested in neuroscience. I was particularly interested in the developing nervous system. And way back in the late 70s, early 80s, so little was known about the developing brain and diseases of the nervous system. Talk to me a little bit about how that's changed over the course of your career from, you know, what the field was like then to what it's like now? Oh, I think there's just been an incredible explosion of information. Our ability to diagnose and treat disease is just remarkable. And so much has happened over the past few decades. Can you share a little bit about some of the research that you've been involved with in particular that has really changed the field over the past few years? Yes. My interest, as I mentioned, is in the developing brain. So I got interested in how the newborn brain responds to injuries. So I set up a lab. Uh, We have a model of newborn hypoxic ischemic injury using, we first use rats and mice. Uh, And we've been studying those pathological mechanisms for 30 years. What's been great about this field is uh, having colleagues with mutual interests, uh, colleagues who I could collaborate with, 
uh, both within my own institution and nationally and internationally. That's been a real joy. If someone listening is just starting out in their career and interested in doing something like this as well, they have an idea, a drive, a desire to pursue research. What do you have to say to them? What kind of advice, what kind of guidance can you give them about diving into this world? Pick something that's attainable. Stay focused on your goals. And if you don't have passion for it, get out because without passion, you won't succeed. You talked about how important and powerful it's been to collaborate with others. Can you expand a little bit on that? Because I know some people see that as a real challenge in trying to get people to come together on research. Well, um, when I was an assistant professor, there was a call for a program project. Um, And we put together a proposal with neuroradiologists, anesthesiologists, neonatologists, and basic scientists to study mechanisms both clinically and experimentally at the lab. That was a P30 grant that we got way back in 1990, maybe, and that morphed into a larger program and eventually a center grant, which we held for almost three decades. So we've been able to train a lot of people uh, and accomplish a lot of our goals. Can you expand a bit on how you take things from that very clinical research life and actually move it into seeing it in practice and and making a difference with patients and their families? Well, I think one example of that is the cooling trials. So we got involved in the cool cap trial, which was the head cooling trial. And um, that's a perfect example of taking what Alistair Gunn and his colleagues discovered in sheep and moving it into the human. And as part of that trial, and then there were whole body cooling trials in the UK, Australia, Europe and the United States through the NIH that all showed efficacy and good outcomes at seven to eight years of life. Have you ever faced challenges in trying to to bring collaborators together or to bring your research into practice? Sure. I mean, it's hard to do a clinical trial. You have to uh, convince parents to enroll their babies. Um, Dr. Yvonne Wu has led an enormous trial on the role of erythropoietin after therapeutic, during and after therapeutic hypothermia. It takes many centers, many people, and a lot of patience and money to accomplish something like that. And she'll be sharing that data within a year or so. It's very exciting. What are some of the things you're looking forward to in the field over the next decade or so? Well, uh, uh, being able to identify who's at risk, who needs to be treated, and what additional therapies we might need to treat 
those babies effectively. Focusing on the area I'm interested in, right? Because there are many uh, areas of interest where treatments are becoming available. For someone who's still early in their career and considering research in neurology, what would you say to convince them that they should join in the work that you're doing? Well, I just think, first of all, they have to have an excitement for it. So you can't mandate something like that. Somebody has to come to you and say, I find this interesting. How can I get involved? And then I would say, just pursue the interest, find people who are like-minded and go for it. Did you have mentors along the way that that helped do that for you to encourage your passion? I had uh, the person I did my postdoctoral fellowship in the lab. I was studying the development of neurons in the rat retina, and he could see that I wasn't really excited that excited about that project. And so he allowed me to collaborate with somebody who had a a model of baby asphyxia in the rat. And through that collaboration, my whole career took form. When you look back over your career so far, what are the standout moments for you? Just um, collaborating with people, getting those grants that allowed us to achieve our goals. And I think most importantly, being able to train people and watch their enthusiasm and create a pipeline of folks who want to carry this field forward. Any final thoughts that you want to leave those young researchers that are just trying to find that passion, find where they're going to fall and and what they're going to do for the the rest of their career. Yeah, I I would say, listen to your head and your heart. Find good mentors. You don't need one, you probably need many. Uh, uh, Make sure you're passionate about what you want to do and enjoy it. It's a fabulous journey. Thank you so much for taking the time to share all this with us. Sure, it's been a pleasure. Take care, Jenna. Dr. Donna Ferrero is a distinguished professor of neurology and pediatrics at the University of California, San Francisco. She's the director of UCSF's Neonatal Brain Disorder Laboratories and co-director of its Newborn Brain Research Institute. Dr. Ferrero is known for her work in caring for newborns with neurodevelopmental disorders, stroke, epilepsy, and neuromuscular disease. Small Brains, Big Dreams is presented by the Newborn Brain Society in collaboration with the Canadian Premature Babies Foundation. Connect with us at newbornbrainsociety.org, on Facebook at Newborn Brain Society, and Twitter at Newborn Brains. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate, share, and subscribe.